Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia and I'm fucking confused. Living up to the, uh, the, the title of this podcast. As usual, I'm fucking confused. Now, what am I confused about? I could specify, but the answer is everything. One thing, before I get into any kind of serious shit, uh, I want to talk about some less serious shit, but serious to me, important to me. Something that has plagued me for years that I've never really talked about at, uh, at any kind of length or in any kind of detail on the show. Uh, I have touched on it, though, and that touching on it was when I was uh, obsessing over the BTS song Dynamite and BTS in general and how fucking terrible that song is, except when it's on. And when it's on, you can't help but like shake, shake, shake your ass to it. Um, And then when it's off, you not only realize, oh, that was fucking terrible. You also hate yourself for shake, shake, shaking your ass to it. Um, in, In I've gotten a lot of feedback about that. Most of the feedback has been positive, as in uh, people either agree or think it's really funny. And for that, I, I all of that, I, I very much appreciate. But there's also a minority, but a loud minority of you fuckers that write to me and tell me how much you hate that I play BTS. Not how much I talk about BTS, but how much I play BTS. And trust me, trust me, I understand where you're coming from. It is upsetting to hear that song, at least after it's off. But sometimes you just got to face your fucking fears. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm not going to do the whole thing. Because uh, I'm not a fucking troll. I'm just making a point. I hate that song. like it when it's on. I want to dance to it when it's on. I want to sing when it's on. But I hate it. Now, where I'm going with this is I'm making a broader point. I'm about to make a broader point. There are some songs throughout the course of my life there's been a handful. I, I don't know how many exactly, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list some examples. I'm going I'm to illustrate my point via example. That song is one example of songs that capture the world's ear that are... They capture the world's ear, but they're fucking Terrible. And no one, uh, my theory is that no one actually likes them. But there's something in them, unbeknownst to uh, mere individual humans, 
our measly, sad little brains can't figure it out. But my my feeling, and this 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 edges up against conspiracy theory, and I know I shit on conspiracy theorists all all the time, but everyone needs their own pet conspiracy theories that they don't actually necessarily necessarily believe, but they deeply feel, and that's the category for me. Okay. So I readily admit this is a conspiracy theory. That is, that I do not believe, but I deeply feel it. And that's possible to do all at once. I'm complex. You are complex. We're all complex. This is how our brains work. I don't believe it, but I feel it. Um, but there are, there are songs that, are, that, that, that capture the world's ear and are so fucking bad. And yet they're massive, mega successes, even though they're fucking terrible. And my theory, my conspiracy theory that I'm talking about, my theory is that there's some evil mastermind, some maybe like some evil cabal or group. Let's say cabal because that's right in line with modern uh, conspiracy thinking. There's an evil cabal of people who understand, who know the little brain buttons to push that whether we like a thing or not, we're going to want to hear it even against our own desire over and over and over again all the time. And I have some evidence, some uh, uh, auditory evidence to back this up. Okay. It's not just fucking. It's not just that. Okay. That's the current one. That is the one that is currently capturing the world's ear, despite its fucking terribleness. But there's more. And if you've lived long enough, if you've lived as long as I have, there is, mate. If you've lived long enough, as long as I have, you will know these other songs. I'm going to start with probably the, the, the best, the most perfect example, the most crystallized example of, of the kind of thing I'm talking about. And if you're not, if you're over the age of, let's say, 25 and don't know this song, you truly have spent your entire life under a rock. And you need to fix that. But this is the one, this is the ultimate song that captured the entire fucking world, the ear of the entire world, despite being so fucking bad. There was an Olympic, there was a a summer Olympics where they would have the opening ceremony festivities. You know how they do that stupid shit all, all the time. It's like a big, massive parade, crazy fucking fireworks and shows and whatever the fuck. I think it was the Atlanta games. I think it was, what is that, 96? Probably. I don't know. Um, and at the opening ceremony and the closing ceremony, the entire crowd of, of like hundreds of thousands of people, basically, were all singing and doing the signature dance of this song I'm about to play. The whole world loved this, okay? This, the whole world loved, loved this Oh, so 90s. 
I'm dancing, obviously. I mean, get to the fucking part. Fuck when songs have intros this long, you don't even know it, you know, until you play it. Here we go. So bad. Hey, Macarena, I. Hey, Macarena, I. The boy whose name is Vitorino. I don't stand him. I can't stand him. He was no good, so I ha ha. All right, uh, the fucking Macarena, dude. There's a whole dance to it. If you don't know, there's a whole dance. You like stick out your hand and then turn over your hand and then put your hand like on the back of your head and then put your hand on your hip and then shake your hip and then jump and then twist in the air and then just do the same fucking dumb shit again. You put your hands out, one, one. You put your hands up, one, one. You put your hands somewhere the fuck else. I. That song. And if you're young and you don't know, you're forgiven. But if you were over eight when that song came out and you don't remember, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. It was a fucking craze. That song. Also, the guys who, who, the artist who, who, uh, who, uh, who, um, released it. Los Del Rio. I mean, so vague. Los Del Rio. Uh, um, they're just these two fucking old guys. There's nothing about it on its surface that makes you think anyone would like it. Even one person. Let alone the entire fuck world. And yet the entire fuck world seemed to like it. But I'm convinced that's one of these dynamite things that it's like when it's on, people are like, oh, well, fucking hand out, hand out, hand down, hand down. And then it's off. Everyone's, and when the song ends, everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? That was so bad. Did you guys hear that? Were you guys moving too? Were you guys doing the dance too? Why? Why were we all doing that? Like right when it ends, you know? Why did we all just do that? That's how it goes. That was terrible. Why did we do that? Hey, Macarena, I. Why did I do that? So that one is a good example. And and the cabal that I was referring to earlier, they they're 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 evil. It's an evil cabal of of like music executives who know like certain sounds that our brains will respond to when they're played even though we hate those sounds. It's like against our will. It's, it's, it's fucking playing tricks on our mind. And they're fucking laughing all the way to the bank. 
all the way to the bank. Hey, Macarena, I. You know? There's one, though. There's one of these songs that is actually, truly, the fucking worst fucking thing. The worst collection of sounds assembled in the history of sounds. And let me tell you, this fucking song is still a song that gets played. You go to a sporting event, which don't exist anymore, but when they come back, I'm sure, they will play this song in between innings at a, ba- at a baseball game. During timeouts at a basketball game. In between quarters of a football game. In between periods of a hockey match. In between sets of a tennis, you fucking get it, okay? It's still played. It is still played. And it came out in the fucking 90s, and it is the worst assembly of sounds you, you've ever fucking heard, and no one has ever disagreed, and yet it's played all the time, and when it's played, all you motherfuckers, and I'm not exempting myself, we all are like, oh, and kind of fucking move into it. Even though we all know the moment the song fucking ends, we all agree, yes, that was the worst assembly of sounds in the history of sound assemblies. And without further delay, the 1995 inexplicable smash hit. This The reason, okay, it's inexplicable and therefore I've come up with my evil music executive cabal theory these sounds that they know about that they subliminally put in these fucking pieces of shit songs that they're controlling our minds with and they're making us think we like it when it's on when right when it's off we're like what the fuck did we just do we all tacitly agreed to listen to that song and think it was okay when it was not okay this is the ultimate one of that and if you were, well, you don't even need to have been alive in 1995. You fucking know this song if you're alive now and not living under a fucking rock or death. And if you're fucking deaf, consider yourself lucky because you've never had to hear this song. Now, without further delay, the 1995 Rednecks, spelled R-E-D-N-E-X, off of their album Sex and Violins, Am I moving? Yes. Do I hate myself for it? Yes.
fuck this. Who is responsible for this being popular? Who the fuck ever bought this song? Fuck you! Am I dancing? Yes! Wow. Wow! That's one of the most fucking popular songs fucking ever. And everyone who's ever heard it, including rednecks, not rednecks, the group of human beings on earth. I'm not being a shithead. I mean, the group of people who released that song, their group is called rednecks with an X. If they weren't shitty enough. No one likes this, that. No one has ever liked that. No one could ever like that. No one will ever like that. And yet, it's constantly played. I've heard it against my will at least, at least 100 times. I mean, way more than that, though. What is that? Cotton Eye Joe. What the fuck? I don't even give a fuck. I don't even want to know. It's terrible. But those evil fucking cabal music executives do it to us. And it's their fault. That's the thing about when you can't explain shit. When things just don't make sense, they don't add up. That's when we make up conspiracy theories. And I usually have guardrails against them, especially when it involves like politics or serious shit. But about silly and stupid shit like this, I'm down with any conspiracy theory. And this is my conspiracy theory about this. Dynamite's just the latest iteration. It goes back through the Macarena and Cotton Eye Joe. And, 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 and where did you come from? Where did you go? No, fuck. I got distracted. Those are the lyrics to Cotton Eye Joe. It goes from Macarena to Cotton Eye Joe to beyond. To even before that. There's more. Whenever I don't know when exactly they figured it out. But um, they've been making, they've been laughing their fucking way all the way to the bank ever since. Wow. It's fucking hot. It's fucking hot in here. And that's that. And that is just how it is. A lot of you fucking people looking out for me, telling me I need to invest in a fan because I'm always so hot in here. And I do. You're not wrong. I do. But I, I thrive in discomfort. So this sweat that's dripping off my body in this 8,000 degree heat in this recording room is going to stay like this. Sometimes you got to do things that you know you don't like just so you can complain about them because not experiencing them is less not experiencing that discomfort at all is less enjoyable than being able to complain about that discomfort while you're experiencing it and after you're experiencing it. Does that make sense? Was that clear? If not, I'll say it one more time. Sometimes it's best to, instead of Avoiding or preventing yourself from experiencing discomfort. 
it is better to experience that discomfort, thrust yourself headlong into that discomfort, so you can get the enjoyment out of complaining about the discomfort, both during and after you've experienced that discomfort. If you don't know what I mean, we probably wouldn't get along in real life. Like when I'm around people and I'm doing the thing I do, which is what I always do, which is the way I am, which is like a thing comes in front of my face and I'm like, oh, fuck that thing, you know? And they're just like, God, you such a, you got so many things to complain about. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is how I enjoy life. You're trying to fucking take that away from me? You're trying to neuter my enjoyment of life? That's where it's fucking at. If I have to experience a thing that sucks, I at least get to fucking verbally bitch about it. Otherwise, it only sucks. Some people just don't get that, though. Whatever. Takes all kinds, you know? (sighs) Well, oh, oh, well, you know what? While we're on the subject of music, actually, uh, something happened recently. Something newsworthy for me happened. On the subject of fucking terrible music. And uh, wow, wow! I'm sorry. I just looked it up, and there's just so much shit to look at. I don't know which thing I want to play for you, but but Vin Diesel, actor, an unintelligible guy, Vin Diesel, has released an album. Okay, so a guy who can't talk in a way that can be understood by people who speak the language that he's purportedly speaking has a new song out. And it's called Feel Like I Do. I'm actually going to play. He was on, well, I didn't even know this was a thing. There's something called the Kelly Clarkson Show. And I'm assuming watching it makes everyone want to jump out a window. But this clip of it, see, it's good. It's the kind. It's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. I, this is like a nightmare scenario, right? The headline of this video is Vin Diesel debuts new song "Feel Like I Do" on the Kelly Clarkson show. That sounds utterly nightmarish, and it is. However. I fucking love it, and I've watched this video seven times. So again, it gets back to the thing of like something so horrendous, it lines up with my uh, horrendous 
my worldview of, of, of horrendousness, I should say, that despite its horrendousness, it, because it lines up with my worldview, there's satisfaction in it as well. And there's actually joy in it, even though you're staring into the abyss of despair and dread. Because Vin Diesel is debuting his new song on the Kelly Clarkson show. Here's it. Here it is. See, now I got to watch a fucking ad and that pisses me off. Okay. <sighs> fucking Vin Diesel, though. I'm going to talk about Vin Diesel more after I play this because I have theories about him uh, just as a, as a person of, of Earth as well. A special message from our friend Vin Diesel, who actually has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Kelly, I am so honored to be able to debut my music. Kelly, I am so honored to debut my music. On your show. Because you, since you first had one idol, and till today have somehow maintained your authenticity, I am blessed that on a year that I would normally be on a movie set. And as you know, that's not possible. I've had another creative outlet, another way to show you or share with you my heart. Um, and to that end, I'm sorry, how does how was that his voice? He says um like this. Um Are you Godzilla? I mean, how is that a voice? Moreover, how is that a voice of an extremely famous person? Moreover, how is that the voice of an extremely famous actor who has to use his voice all the time? Confirms my worldview of horrendousness. Okay. Uh, one of the people that first believed in me was Kygo. So uh, I am now going to debut the first song on Kygo's label. Feels like I do. I hope you like it. All right. Well, that was a sweet message, Vin Diesel. Thank you for the sweet words. And before we get to the music, I just want to say thank you so much to all my guests this hour. Queen Latifah, Sabrina Carpenter, Machine Gun Kelly, Brenda Gant, and Terrell. Now, without further so many ado, fucking guests. What was this, episode eight hours? I feel like I do. I mean, obviously it sounds like that. Obviously, it sounds like the most vague non-song ever. But once it once you hear his voice, you know what's up. You hear Vin coming. Feel like I do. Hey, Vin. What? You can't even speak in a voice, I understand. Now you're going to sing? 
I have a theory about Vin Diesel, too, a conspiracy theory. This is the conspiracy theory half hour. You won't catch me on conspiracy theories very often, but I have another one before I go to break. I'm going to tell you about it, and it involves actor, superstar, pop singer, Vin Diesel. And it's this. Vin Diesel was made. He is not born like most humans. He was made. Okay? He was made to make, to kind of touch on a little bit of, he's like the definition of something for everybody. Uh, In theory, obviously. Like you can't tell what race he is. You can't tell if he's like a super macho guy or like a sensitive man. He's fucking the most like, I mean, I think the rock kind of is, is like a better version of this. He's like the perfected version of it, but Vin Diesel was first. Okay. He's like very like his, his, his persona is very warm and likable and like never, not that, you know, always on. That's what these, these two fucking super megastars are. And I think just like those terrible sounding songs, were designed to, while they're in front of us or in our ears, make us think we like them despite our best wishes, despite our better judgment. Vin Diesel is the actor form of that, okay? The thing about Vin Diesel, though, because he was the first one of them, he's like, he's like kind of like for men, but he's also kind of for women, He's just like a little bit of, of, of something for everybody. And that is very much like a thing a movie studio would invent in a pod and try to put in all their movies to maximize their, their, their uh, bottom line. The thing about Vin Diesel, though, because he was the first model, because he was the first make, at the very end of the process, they had it. They had it perfect. He's like this perfect going to make everybody tiny amounts of pleased. No one's going to like love Vin Diesel, but everyone's going to be like, huh, I kind of, there's kind of a little bit for me in, in him. And that's the, the point of his existence. But what happened with Vin Diesel is at the end, I don't know if they dropped him or he like fell out of his pod prematurely. But he was done. He was basically done. He was 99% uploaded into his synthetic body, his synthetically shredded body. He was dropped or fell out of his pod and hit. He landed in a fucked up way that he landed on like the corner of a cabinet or (laughs) not a cabinet, but like a counter like they have in science labs, you know? And it, the edge of the counter jutted like right into his voice box. So before, before that happened, he, he had this just sort of like regular middle ground voice. He just talked like maybe like even like me, you know, or like you or anybody. But then they put all this money into it. Their first model, People Pleaser 1.0. 
and they had this thing and they were so excited, but then he fell, hit his voice box on the way down and he was broken, but they didn't have enough money to make another one. Plus it was going to take too long. Plus they were about to shoot Fast and the Furious. And they're like, we need to use him anyway. Can he still talk or is his voice box totally fucking gone? Because if it's totally fucking gone, we're fucked. Can he talk at all, at least a little bit? And the scientist was like, ah, I don't know. He had his, his clipboard and shit. His hair was all frazzled. He was way fucking worried he was going to get fired. And he just fucking punches in a few buttons. Let's, uh, let's see, you know, let's see if he still talks. And they hit speak. And they just fucking feel like that, dude. And they were all like, oh, for fuck's sake. And the main studio was, head was like, well, if he can still fucking talk. If, if he can still technically speak, get him to set. Get him straight to fucking set. And then right after that, take him to set of Triple X. And then right after that, take him to set of Fast and the Furious 2. And then to the Fast and Furious 3. Tokyo Drift or whatever the fuck it's called. Fast and the Furious 4. Fast and the Furious 5. Now there's fucking nine of them. And they put the 2.0 version in Fast and the Furious with him. So now it's him and The Rock. And just cha-ching. They were right. The studio executives who made those two actors in their pod. But The Rock is the, is the, is the perfected version. Because he sounds fucking rad. He's got a rad voice. Even though Vin is still like, Feel like I do. Hey, Vin Diesel. What? Always. No matter what Vin Diesel says. That's what I think. Hey, Vin Diesel. What? All right. Um, I'm going to take a break now. And that half hour was silly as shit. Going to get into some a little bit more serious stuff. But going to try to keep it silly as shit moving forward. <sighs> All right. I'll talk to you on this side. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. And speaking of The Rock. Speaking of The Rock, thank God. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has finally, the nation has been waiting, and he has finally endorsed someone for president. And wouldn't you know, the person he endorsed, the campaign he endorsed was Biden-Harris. Wow. And you know what? Thank God he did that because that's who I'm voting for too. And I'm so happy because all of the millions of people who were waiting for Dwayne The Rock Johnson to make his endorsement now know and can run to the polls and vote the way The Rock is voting. Do you smell how The Rock is voting? Fucking fuck endorsements of people who have nothing to do with politics nobody gives a fucking shit fuck who anyone is voting for people are going to vote for who they want to vote for no one 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 has ever ever planned on voting for someone then a famous person comes out and says, I'm voting for someone else. And that original person who was going to vote for their candidate says, whoa, 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 whoa. 
I was going to vote for Donald Trump, but The Rock, star of G.I. Joe and Fast and Furious 78, is voting for Joe Biden? Hold, Hold it. Hold the fucking ballot. I need to rethink things. I'm some guy in Indiana who lives my own life every day and cares about the things I care about all day, every day, and only those things. I'm going to change what I was already thinking based on all of my life and everything I care about to vote for the person Dwayne The Rock Johnson, star of Fast and, and Furious 89 based on who he's voting for. Fucking K. Dude, every single time I see a fucking celebrity endorsement, I shit myself. And I'm running out of shit. Stop doing that. All of you stop doing that. Also, hey, The Rock... We know you're voting for Joe Biden, you know? And I like that, and so am I. But who gives a fucking fuck? Um, the debates are Tuesday night, tomorrow night, and I will be watching... Against better judgment, I'll be watching. I have to watch because I'm obviously going to do an episode on Wednesday or Thursday about it. I've been saying all along that I've been looking forward to these debates, but the truth is I'm looking forward to it in the way that, um, let's see. It's like exciting in the same way it's exciting to try the hottest hot sauce on the planet. You're just like, oh, I I can't wait, but this is going to fucking suck so bad for hours and hours after I do it. But I'm excited, you know? The reason I am actually excited, though, is because I've I've never seen for, like, just straight up 90 minutes straight or two hours, whatever, however long it is, two people talking who both are so excellent at making... No sense ever. It's very possible we come out on the other side of that debate not having understood a single thing either candidate said. And the whole taxes thing now, I'll get into that in a second, but the whole Trump's taxes finally are uh, have been made public against his will. He's been trying not to let them be seen by the public forever, really, since his fucking campaign began even though every literally every other candidate ever has released their tax returns since Nixon and probably before that but I know for sure since Nixon every single candidate besides Trump has uh, disclosed his or her taxes for transparency but what a surprise Trump didn't do that but there's going to be a whole thing about it's definitely like going to come up tomorrow night, you know. <clears throat> and when it came up in the in the 
past election, when it was him and Hillary, Hillary said like a robot was like talking about how he doesn't show his taxes or doesn't pay. He finds all these loopholes or whatever. And if we could just see his tax returns, we would see that fully. And Trump said, I do it because I'm smart. Now, Hillary talked for like two minutes, sort of expertly, but also completely boringly and robotically, breaking down Trump and his tax problem. To which Trump replied, I do that because I'm smart. Now, if you just look at that, 2020 hindsight, you look at that and think, oh, of course he won. There's a robot talking robot shit that is complicated. And then there's some guy saying, I do that because I'm smart. Obviously, that guy won, you know, because we live in America. And in America, dumb shit happens. But here's the thing about this debate. If Joe Biden does that, he won't even make sense when he does it. He won't do it like a robot, though. That's key. This is a key thing right now. He's going to be whatever he is through and through. And he happens to be someone who doesn't make sense ever. So he's going to attack Trump about his taxes, make no sense. Then Trump is going to say something like, I did that because I'm smart. And Biden, this is where Biden has, has a clear edge on Hillary. Biden will have some kind of retort that doesn't make any sense, but it sounds like in his mind it makes sense, and therefore it will be better. I don't even know what that's going to be, but it's like Trump's going to, Biden's going to say his thing about the taxes, it's not going to make sense. Trump's going to say, I did that because I'm smart, which in its own right doesn't make sense. And then Biden, nonsensically, right on cue, will say something like, so Trump's going to say, I did that because I'm smart, and Biden's going to say something like, No, I'll tell you, man, you did that because you're soupy. You know? I'll tell you why you did that, man. Because you're made out of soup. Or some shit. It won't matter what it is. It's not going to make sense, but it'll be better for Biden than it was for Hillary because he's not a robot. Stupidly, all people care about is people being themselves. So if it seems authentic, that's all people want. With Trump, it's like, he's authentic. He's a piece of fucking absolute shit. But that's who he is. And we love him for it. He's not like all the other politicians. He's more obviously a big, fat piece of fucking dog shit. And for that reason, I'm in. But Biden's got that thing too. He's not his thing isn't being a piece of shit. His thing is just never making sense and like having like a cocksure smile when he does it. So to an idiot, you just like want to pull out the popcorn and be like, <laughs> I don't get it, but they're authentic and I like it. So that's gonna be the debate in a nutshell. Did that because he's made out of soup ingredients. Man? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's, uh, that's happening. The tax thing though is, is, is interesting because 
He's been trying to suppress it forever, and I, now we know why. Because he never fucking ever really paid taxes. He'd write off like 70 grand for his... This is not a joke. This is real. This is real. What I'm about to say is a real thing that the real president did. The real president in our real world did this. $70,000. He wrote off $70,000 for one thing, and that one thing was his hair. That, to me, is kind of... It's so fucked up, and so backwards, and fucking stupid, and horrendous, that, again, it confirms my worldview, so I love it. How could you have... Well, actually, let me start... Let me go back a little bit further. How could you spend $70,000 on hair? Unless like every day you're one by one replacing your hair follicles with the hair from a horse's tail. Unless you're doing that, unless you're every single morning, one by one, all of you, having all of your hair follicles replaced with Hairs from the tail of a, of a horse. That's the only excuse for having, for spending $70,000 a one year on hair. Forget a whole fucking lifetime. Now, there's that fact alone. How, how? Just, I don't give a fuck if you have the greatest fucking head of hair in the world. How? How that? How is that true? The reason it's true is because the world sucks and nothing makes sense and everything's confusing as fuck. But you know what I mean? How? Like, literally how is what I mean. What is the money doing? Just forgetting his hair. Any hair. Anyone's hair. Unless you're replacing it every day with the hair from the tail of a horse. Now, add to that that the hair that the $70,000 were spent on in a single year were Donald Trump's fucking hairs. Then you're multiplying the absurdity by not 10, not 20, not 50, not 100, but 1,000. It's like QVC. You're multiplying it not by 10, not by 20, not by 50, but you're multiplying the absurd bullshit by 100. Uh, $70,000 on that fucking head that looks like I got caught in a cotton candy machine. It looks like his head every time you see it, no matter what's happening with it, it looks like it got caught. In a cotton candy maker. How does it cost $70,000 to just get your head caught in a fucking cotton candy machine? You just need to spend on the cotton candy machine and that's it. Just get one. You can't tell me there's that many times you need to repair the cotton candy machine. What does that cost? $300 maximum? Anyway. There's that. That's like one... Tasty little fucking precious little morsel from all this. 
$70,000 on his fucking hair. But on top of that, in 2016 and 2017, he, he had to pay $750 in federal taxes. Do you fucking realize how low that is? This guy in his fucking gold chairs and his high-rise New York apartments, the fucking boss of The Apprentice, the you're fired guy, the excellent businessman president of the world, spends less in taxes than I do. He was talking about how his tax plan hurt hurts him. My accountant's fucking flipping out right now that I'm passing this bill. This is going to hurt me on his tax cut bullshit. Oh, yeah? Then why the fuck are you paying $750 and I'm paying whatever the fuck I'm paying? Well, I mean, I pay way more than that in taxes. Fuck everything, you know what I mean? And then... To cap it all off, to cap off the maximum bullshit, I saw my friend posted uh, something on Instagram, an old tweet of his. This is from um, April 13th, 2012, which honestly seems like 70,000 years ago, but it was only eight. And this is the tweet, at Barack Obama, from Donald J. Trump. At Barack Obama, who wants to raise... Barack Obama, who wants to raise all our taxes, only pays 20.5% on $790,000 salary. Well, you pay 0.000000001% on millions and millions of dollars of income, or as you would say, millions and millions of dollars of income. Could you be A bigger fucking hypocrite. And his defense about it on Twitter today or yesterday was the best fucking part. He put up a chart showing that most Americans pay that same amount. (laughs) Hey, man, most Americans fucking live paycheck to paycheck. They They shouldn't be paying fucking anything at all. You should be paying... Way fucking more. You fuck. It won't matter, though. It's not going to matter at all. It won't matter at all. Donald Trump could shit on the faces of the children of every single one of his supporters. He could personally deliver a shit from his butthole to the face of to the faces of all the children all of his supporters have ever had. Adults to babies. He could be shitting on the face of a six-month-old baby. And if the election was the next day, the parent of that baby whose face just got shit on, that six-month-old baby whose face just got shit on, would go to the poll and vote for Donald Trump. So yeah, this won't matter, you know? sound <sighs> and the, you, 
there's some fucking equal opportunity campaign bashing. I, um, speaking about all this. So right after this, I mean, right after this happened yesterday, this tax shit came out yesterday. And already the Biden campaign is selling stickers on its website, stickers that say, I paid more income taxes than Donald Trump. These fucking shitty money machines, you know? Something happened, make a sticker so we can sell it, so we can have more money. Give me my money. And then with the Supreme Court shit, which, by the way, Trump announced his fucking pick. Last episode, I talked about the unbelievable hypocrisy on display that I'm not going to get into it again. But he announced the replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Her name is Amy Coney Barrett. Sticking with the woman with three names thing. Ideological opposite of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hardcore fucking Catholic right wing shit. Everybody, conservatives, love it. And they're trying to race, race through the um, denomination and confirmation. And they're probably going to do it. Why? Because they're re- Republicans. And because they're Republicans, whatever they do is going to fucking work. And because they're not Democrats, everything they're going to do is going to work. Because what Democrats do, everything they do doesn't work. And I say that as a fucking Democrat. And I say that as someone who hates that being true, but it's true. And when something's true, it's just true. Doesn't matter what you think about it. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. A true thing is a true thing. That sounds obvious, but you look at the world today and it's fucking not obvious that people understand that and agree with it. If it was, all this Supreme Court shit wouldn't even be happening in the first place. But that's not why I bring this up. The reason I bring this up is because right after Trump announced the replacement, Amy Coney Island Barrett, Amy Coney Island Grin and Barrett. That was pretty good, actually. Um, right after he announced her nomination, immediately... The Trump campaign and the GOP website had shirts on it that said the notorious ACB. Which is a poke in the eye of the left, which stupidly, I will say, but still. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was known to some, and there was a documentary about her called the notorious RGB. So just immediately just trying to cash in on everything. No matter whatever happens, everyone's going to try to cash in. It's so fucking depressing. Oh, that happened? Let's make money off of it. Oh, that happened? Let's make people, let's entice people who have no money anymore because 2020 has been the worst year ever. Let's entice them to spend their money on this notorious ACB shirt or this I paid more in taxes than Donald Trump sticker. Let's bilk our people even more on this totally unnecessary shit. Because we want more money. Give me my money. Fuck all of it. 
God. Stop taking our money. Give us money. More of it. Give me my money. Where's our fucking second stimulus? Everyone's sitting on their fucking asses. No one can go to work. Give me my money. Stop trying to fucking take my money. And making me spend it on some stupid fucking sticker or some stupid fucking shirt. The immediacy of it, too. There's gonna, you know what? On Wednesday, I guarantee you, on Wednesday, after the debates, the first, before Wednesday, by Tuesday night, the Biden campaign will be selling stickers that say, in quotes, no, man, you did that because you're made out of soup ingredients. I guarantee it. Mark my fucking words. By by the by midnight Tuesday night, midnight tomorrow night, there's gonna be a fucking sticker being sold on the website of the Biden campaign that in quote says, No, man, you did that because you're made out of soup. Or whatever batshit thing he's gonna retort with to Trump about his taxes. Feel like I do. Pretty cool. I'm going to have the fucking Vin Diesel song stuck in my head all day. Feel like I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm coming to the end a bit here. Um, there's something, though. I mean, there's a bunch of shit I want to talk about. I'll get to the rest of the shit. Uh... I'm going to do another episode right after the debate. So there's going to be plenty more to talk about then. But let me see. What, 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 what thing should I fucking, uh, what, 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 thing should I talk about before, um, I get out of here. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. This will. This is good and quick, actually. So Rick Wiles, my. F- I mean, I was gonna say my favorite, but he's not. He's 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 awful. So he's not my favorite or anything. But I I play him a lot because he's so fucking demented and crazy. And again, I just want to remind everyone. Speaking of the campaign and Biden and Trump, that the line that you hear the right take against the left and the really the candidacy of Biden is that communists are running the show. Socialists and communists are behind Biden. And if Biden wins, it's the end of America as we know it. Meanwhile, there's no mirror taken around and shown on them because the far, far left, far, far left is sprinkled, littered with communists. There are very few of them, but all you ever hear about is that from the right. Why don't we ever hear about the absolute fucking demented fuckfucks who are in the same amount, very little, but the same amount, and they're loud about it on the right? So, here's a little bit of Rick Wiles to to remind you that the crazy fucks are on both motherfuck side. And I actually would say 
There's nobody crazier than this. Listen to the content of what he fucking says. I'm not even going to preface it anymore. Here it is. They're going to be deployed domestically. That Antifa and other uh, communist groups are going to be declared uh, domestic terrorists financed by foreign powers and they're going to be hunted down and shot by special forces and all i can say is thank god it's finally going to happen he's talking about when trump wins this is going to happen okay get the job done get the job done i think their special forces are going to go into action and there's a lot of guys that that are not active duty right now who are going to be called up to, to join the fight. And all these little Antifa commies and Black Lives Matter commies and right-wing watch commies and all these little commies are going to be hunted down by special forces and shot and killed. They're going to be... Because, you know, if you really love America, you know that America stands for hunting down and killing your political opponents. If the foundation of America has any meaning at all, what it means is that in 2020, what you're supposed to do after you win is to employ special forces to hunt down and murder your political opponents. Nothing says America quite like that. This guy purports to love America, and that's why he's so adamantly for Trump and so adamantly against the far left, or the left in general, and certainly Joe Biden. So give me, show me, anyone, if you are on the right or anybody, if you would like to show me one person that is that fucking crazy, on the left, even the farthest far left, if you want to show me one person who wants that to happen, just the inverse of it, and they're on the left and want people on the right, right-wing people, these crazy fucking, even the fucking militiamen, to be hunted down and murdered by, quote, special forces by Joe, the order given by Joe Biden after he wins, find me one motherfucker on the left that's that fucking batshit crazy. You want to tell me that the people on the far left there's something to fucking worry about? I'm worried about Rick fucking Wiles. Okay? Uh, all right, like I said, there's a lot more shit I wanted to talk about. One involves a kindergarten teacher who got his whole body tattooed and his fucking eyes uh, pigmented black forever and wonders why he got fired. I know why he got fired. I know it's some it's not a big secret, but I'm going to talk about that on Wednesday. I'm going to talk about the debate, obviously, on Wednesday. I'm going to talk about this really fucking cool and exciting new brain-eating amoeba that they found in water in Texas. That's very fucking cool. And just more shit like that. That's super inspiring. Because in 2020, what we need is super inspiring shit. And luckily, you have me. So yeah, when you hear from me next time, we'll be talking about the historically nonsensical debate between the two presidential candidates who are both way too fucking old.
And yeah, I'll talk to you then. Until then, apparently there's supposed to be some big fucking surge coming, COVID surge coming in, in, in October. So as I always say, stay safe and stay on as much as you can. Also try to remember that not all of the world's problems are your problems. Take a deep breath and focus on your own shit. Because sometimes you just got to say, fuck the world. Today's about me. All right, yeah. Stay home if you can. Spy on if you can. Uh, be safe out there. Don't go losing your fucking minds. And I will talk to you probably on Wednesday. Get okay.